<laughs> Fantastic. Hey Christian, what day is it? It's probably Wednesday, but it could also be another day. Uh, but we try to put these out on Wednesday, and if that doesn't happen, it's uh, Alex's fault. Um, <laughs> that is so, correct. <laughs> it's the day where we talk about Art of the Week. We do. Um, this is the week of mid-July sometime. <laughs> yes, July. It's in the title, whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Alec, what's, uh, what's your Art of the Week? My Art of the Week is for the first time in like, like 15 years, I've watched uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, there's this great article that came out in on Variety or Deadline, just talking about uh, how they got like all the financing and how the project actually like came together. And mm-hmm. it was really cool to, to read about that process because a lot of people don't think about movies in that way. Um, but I kind of love the more like outside the movie itself kind of experience. So like the box office, how well it does, does it, you know, are there memes popping up? How do things like get made with the talent? Um, in the past couple months, just in general, I've been thinking like, I kind of want to rewatch the movie because it is like a prominent part of our pop culture. And this article kind of like kicked me in the butt to actually do it. And, uh, while I don't think they're like perfect movies, they're incredibly fun. It's very enjoyable to watch. Just this kind of like large scale epic of good versus evil. And uh, everyone is just, every aspect of the movie is so committed to making it like the best, like it can be. Like the production design is, is astounding. Um, the actors are, are all doing very well with, with uh, you know, bringing the characters to life. And just how like fantasy it can get. Like the Ents, like the giant tree people are, are so, so cool tree? to see. I'm no tree. Yeah. I'm an Ent. Just yes. the, the, the care that's gone into like those creatures and just like the, the action is, is, is a lot of fun, just well sparsed out. Um, there's some, there's some it's just been humor. a very enjoyable watch um, as an adult. Like it feels very like a singular vision, even though it's not. I mean, everyone, you know, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and which they are, but just everyone just seems to be bringing this, the secret sauce of like an a game uh, to these movies. And it's just been such, it's so fun. I, and I've said that like five times, but it is, it's just, sometimes you just need a, a good versus evil story. And this is yeah, one of the best ones there is. Lord of the Rings is like, it was kind of like it was an instant classic, you know, when it came out, honestly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I always had that feel about it. Um, I wasn't aware that these were, you know, books prior to mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I have not read them. Um, uh, the Similarillion? Similar, similar uh, yeah, is called? I, I think that's as close as we're going to get to saying <laughs> it right. Um but uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely get what you mean. I don't know. They used to show those movies on TV so much that I've seen them. I've watched. I would usually watch like bits of them all yeah. of the time, and like I hadn't really sat and watched them all the way through until I actually bought them on like Blu-ray a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just like one weekend I just sat and just like watched all three of them in a row. It's like these mm-hmm. are freaking good. And I always I, right? I occasionally get into the mood to just watch them because they they feel very like comfortable. I don't know mm-hmm. what the, if that's like. No, no, no. I, I totally agree. Totally it's like agree. It, it, they 
they put you in a setting and it's just like it's like in there it's it's kind of like whenever i don't know if you ever play like play like skyrim any like rpg game kind of like that and it's like mm-hmm. it gives me that same feeling of like being in the world a little bit just by mm-hmm. watching it mm-hmm. just by like maybe it's like i think maybe some of it has to do with just like the maybe the, the lighting and the probably the music it's like very comforting yeah um a lot of the time um and so yeah classic classic tale yeah, I, I get that feeling too. What you, you first said, it, it when even just the first one came out, it felt like it was a, a classic, like an unearthed, like, like monumental, like this is, like you, you just felt it was important when when you first watched it. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think um, what was I gonna say? Um, I oh yeah, so I remember thinking when I was kind of watching it. Uh, piece by piece, you know, throughout the years on TV, that the story was like, I guess because it came out with the same time, like the Harry Potter movies were coming out and the Harry Potter books were coming out. I mm-hmm. always thought of it in the context of like, okay, this is a story about Frodo and Frodo and Sam, really. But it's like the the movies really it is, but it also it spends a lot of time elsewhere and on many different characters. It's and, definitely more of an ensemble than. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why it's like Harry Potter series is called harry potter whereas lord yeah. of the rings is literally about everyone's like different struggles and battles around the you know yeah the, the, I, the ring i always felt like there was this kind of comparison uh at the time between like elijah wood and D- daniel radcliffe you know these yeah like two short dudes with like white uh, black hair rather yeah, um, yeah and they're both in these sort of like fantasy worlds but they're very different stories and mm-hmm. though they they kind of have similarities in like the fantasy side of it um you know the the way the stories are told and sort of take away and even like what i feel coming out of watching them differs and i don't even mm-hmm. think I, there's a lot of like, like I, i'm curious as i'm curious if um you know lord of the rings all those movies are rated pg-13 i think mm-hmm. and um but I feel like they could have easily been, you know, rated R. But I feel like there's um, some gnarly stuff in these movies. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I'm sure that was like intentional, probably for them to make a PG-13. But um, I, 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 I wonder if like how different that would be. I wonder if like Tolkien would have maybe wanted to slant it to more Game of Thronesy, you know, than uh, more easily. Accessible. I wonder if it's more easily accessible because it doesn't have that R because you don't see. see I too think much graphic stuff or language or whatever. I believe it's as hard as it needed to be. You know, like anything extra, like if, like if Aragorn started like saying "fuck" or "god damn it," <laughs> like I it, sure, but I don't. I think his character is complete the way it is. Like I think the adding more blood, more guts, more swearing, more sex wouldn't have elevated it past where it is now. I see. Yeah. I guess it, if it's supposed to serve the story again, I haven't read the book, so I, I wouldn't know. But um, <laughs> same. But so, um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching. I mean, you don't. I don't need to tell you that people are already <laughs> still watching. Uh, yeah. But for me, it was very much a worthwhile journey. It's like underground thing called Lord of the Rings. You check it out. <laughs> yeah, have you heard of this? Uh, so, Christian, what what excited you this week that you want to talk about it on the? So. I actually just thought of a different thing than what I was going to say uh, initially. Because I, I watched a lot of different stuff 
this week, and I also played a video game for like the first time in ages this week. What game? Um, uh, I played this game called um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's like a it's yeah. Like I remember a, you playing the first one a couple of years yeah. ago. It's like a platformer. It's really cool. Fantastic music and uh, visually, it's really cool. I've been playing that this week. And I'm almost at the end of it. Um, but cool. uh, what I wanted to, to actually, what I thought of um, just as you were speaking was um, so uh, yesterday, which was July seventeenth. Uh, was uh, Record Store Day, uh, Record Store Day 2. So they had two Record Store Days this year, which they normally only have one. It's usually in the spring, I believe. Um, but they had two because of the pandemic and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Record Store Day is this thing that happens uh, you know, once a year where uh, different acts around the world will release some um, vinyl or CD or cassette, any sort of like hard copy um, release of their music. Um, two record stores that are participate in it at uh, usually a semi low cost, but it's a limited release. Uh, whatever they're releasing is, is is in limited supply, so like they'll only release like a thousand copies, and only so many stores will be participating in it. It's kind of like a first come first serve thing. You show up to the store, you can buy it, and you have this like really special thing. Mm-hmm. And there'll be like a little sticker on it. They'll say Record Store Day uh, on it. And so yesterday I went to. Um, uh, a record store as i heard one of my favorite bands fleet foxes was coming out with um they, they released a live version of two of the songs from their last album um on a seven inch vinyl that was um recorded in this uh church in new york city uh it's the uh holy it's a uh, saint anne's and the holy trinity uh church in, in new york city uh, and so it's got this sort of like it's just it's a catholic church and so it's got these um, really old sort of uh, kind of gothic-y, you know, Roman Catholic architecture and stained glass windows and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it was it was just uh, Robin Pecknold, um, a, a drummer he hired on, and this choir called the Resistance Revival Choir, and they performed mm. uh, two. They performed uh, they performed a number of songs actually, but um, probably like the the two of them together only performed two songs. The song called "Can I Believe You" and waiting in waste high water and those two songs were uh broadcast on um the colbert report oh sorry the colbert the uh, late night with stephen colbert mm-hmm. and um but the whole show he the other songs he did without the choir um were also recorded in the same place for this um live stream that he did called a very lonely winter solstice so he did it on the winter solstice uh, day um, and so anyway, I just wanted to talk about that. So I got, the, I got the vinyl, um, Very which, cool. really, which really cool. And yeah, record store day is cool. It's something to check out. Um, it usually, it's usually in like March or April, uh, every year, but because of COVID it got thrown off. But yeah, I recommend, um, going to, going to that. And, and it's cool because you can go to their website. You can go, there's like a record store day.com and it'll show you all the stores that are participating in it. If you type in like your, uh, zip code or city or It'll tell you what stores locally are participating in it, and it'll also be a list of all of the releases that'll be coming out on Record Store Day, so you can kind of get ahead of it. And so, yeah, if you're going to do that, I would recommend getting there early because there's just, there's literally lines. The first time I ever went to Record Store Day was probably like ten years ago, and um, and uh, yeah, there was I got there at like seven thirty in the morning or something. Store opened at eight, and I was like the twentieth person in line or something like that. Yeah, people um, love Record Store Day. 
And so, yeah, if you, if you, there's some things that are released on record store days that are like super, super rare and like immediately are worth like a shit ton of money because um, they're so rare. So people are usually gunning for those that are like hardcore uh, um, diggers. I have so, a love hate relationship with record store day. Oh, really? I do. Why is that? So I love record stores, I think mm-hmm. they're great. They they do a lot of business on record store days, and they the, the record store day event itself uh, uh, can put some more obscure things that have never had vinyl releases out into the wild. But at the same time, um, a lot of the releases for record store day are some of the bigger um, labels that kind of clog up the uh, production pipeline for vinyl, like to actually make the vinyl. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of artists that aren't on these major labels, they get kind of shafted and a lot of their orders get pushed to the side and like to put the record store day releases out. So um, it's good and bad. I I mean, there's no perfect event, Um, and I still buy stuff from there when I see something that I really want. Um, and again, it helps the actual record stores themselves. So like, I'm yeah. cool with the event if it can help them stay afloat the other 364 days of the year, which I go and buy my hipster ass punk band releases. <laughs> uh, it just kind of sucks that it, it does delay a lot of musicians who aren't on these larger labels. Yeah. Um, and I, from my understanding, and I've dealt with this too, when it comes to, uh, having, trying to buy vinyls, uh, the last year because of COVID, there's been a mm-hmm. lot of uh, um, production delays and um, yeah, supply chain issues uh, regarding getting these pressed. And so, you know, you'll order a, a vinyl, you know, and it won't show up for like three or four months or something like that. Mm-hmm. That happened to me a few times last year. It's been um, happening pretty regularly where a lot of bands will, the album will come out, but the vinyl is delayed for a little bit. But it seems like it's could be getting better. Um, because, I, I think it is getting a little bit better. Yeah. Um, because this one that I got here, so this record company is, um, I think it's Anti, yeah, Anti Records. I don't know the size of that record label, but uh, this was recorded in November of 2020, and uh, it was announced that it was going to be released for Record Store Day, uh, probably like four months ago, maybe. Um, okay. And so I don't really know, um, you know, the timeline on how this sort of stuff works and if it, there's like a different sort of, uh, breakdown for if you're doing like seven inches or 12 inches or, mm-hmm. or whatever, but, um, either way. Yeah. I was thinking about, about it in the perspective of like supporting these, these local record stores, which um, you absolutely should do. And the one that I went to was called, um, uh, Memphis Music, which is a record store that's on Beale Street, and most people think that Memphis Music is just like a souvenir shop, mm-hmm. but it's um, they sell records in the back. Oh, that's um, cool. And um, yeah, they sell they sell they sell records in the back, and they participate. They're one of the three record stores in this uh, city that participates in Record Store Day. Cool. Um, and so yeah, it was cool to help them out, and um, I got some other stuff and. Uh, not just this vinyl, but we bought a couple other things to kind of show some love. And uh, yeah, it was cool. So it's a cool, love. it's a cool event yeah. if you're into buying vinyls and even or if you're you just not, 
go go buy a, a just an artist vinyl that you like, you know. Yeah. It's a be- it's a better way to support your favorite artist than like streaming. <laughs> That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, buying like hard physical copies, they get a better bigger piece of it. If if uh, I could like if we could put our podcast on vinyls and mail them out to people, I would much prefer that than streaming. <laughs> yeah. That's how this whole thing kind of started. <laughs> That's how this whole thing started was through that joke. Uh, it's it's real. I mean that. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do. Uh, well, so far the Fast and the Furious episode is like by far the most popular episode. We'll, maybe we could we'll, like press some of that. We'll I'll press. Like, <laughs> chop it down. I'll chop it yeah. down to like like what like twelve minutes, wherever it can fit on like one side of the final. Um, we can, can send that out to. Don't don't tempt me with a good time. Uh, yeah, are the week, everybody. Uh, Hope you're having a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you.